All right. Welcome back to episode number 41 of the JB Graphics Download. Better late than never, right? We're doing the finally getting to the football award show. We've had the voting up for a while. We had the everyone put in their votes. So tonight, everyone's going to find out who won which award. You guys excited for the show tonight? I'm so Yes, sir. And like I said, better late than ever. So let's roll the intro one last time for this year. You know, I was going to play the intro that was on Instagram, so I'm sure everyone who's watching this probably saw the intro on the Instagram, but the file was a little bit too long for me to put on here, so you guys just had to deal with the OG intro for the night. But how was your guys' Christmas? What went on this for the holiday season for you guys? Spent a lot of time with the family, you know. Got some presents. What would you get, JB? What was your favorite thing you got? I got some socks this year. Those are always useful. You can't, you can't, reliable. You can't go wrong with some socks for Christmas. You know, mm -hmm. like that it's like the one year you can stock up on socks because like everyone loses their socks halfway through the year. Like let's be real here. Everyone, oh, guys, yeah. everyone yeah. loses their socks. They all get worn out and get holes and everything in it. But you know, that was part that was a cool thing. Uh going to the Indy five hundred in May. That, oh. was cool, that was a cool Christmas gift. But yeah, I had a pretty good I'd say it was pretty successful. I was a little bit more prepared this year. I had all my wrapping done on Christmas Eve Eve. That never happens. Usually it's like Christmas Eve. I'm What are you wearing, Gus? Penn State hoodie. Oh. Oh, dude. Dude. Whew. Nice, There's something wrong with you. There's a lot of things wrong with with Gus, but like, what did you guys get? We'll start with Cam. What did you get for Christmas, man? I got these AirPods, you know, and then we, me and my dad are going to the Pens game. So that was a, that was a great gift. And then, um, you know, some clothes and stuff. You can't beat that. Cash. Can never go wrong with cash either. Yeah. You know, cash is the best way to go, honestly, sometimes. But as, uh, oh, wait, Gus, what did you get? I, I almost completely skipped over you, man. Yeah. I got some new basketball shoes. And then I got a new baseball bat and a bunch of clothes, pretty much. What what bat did you get? Cat X. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. Do you swing a 32 or do you need a 33? I swung a 32 still. Yeah. I swung a 32 too. All right. So with that being said, I guess we should get into what this show is all about and what all the viewers are staying up late to watch tonight football award show uh you guys all know you two or you two know the results did a lot of them kind of like did you think they were like legitimate did, were there any surprises with them or do you feel like these were like legitimate earned hard rewards you know most of them were legitimate I, some of them were just friends just voting for their friend just to for the hell of it but i feel like even with a couple of those i mean still the kids they deserve it i think it's pretty yeah. clean cut Everybody who won something definitely deserved it. Yeah. From one standpoint or another. So I didn't post the itinerary for the order for everyone who's watching. So ideally, if you're watching, the big awards are probably going to be saved for the later portion of the show. 
we're just going to start off. We'll start off with the some of the smaller but yet bigger awards, but we'll go off. We'll go freshman first. I feel like that's a good way to start the show. So the four finalists for the freshman of the year, two of them were Brockway. We had Aiden Padden and Caleb Daughtry from Brockway. We had Eli Nellis from Keystone. <coughs> we had Ethan Rex from Central Clarion, which I believe are four really solid candidates for freshman of the year. And since you guys are a part of this whole thing voting too, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see four years later where these four are at. Yeah. So without further ado, we will announce, we, we tried something, tried something new this year for our award show, rather than trying to organize an entire like list of people to hop on at certain times plus with how late it already is at this point i feel like that's just a little bit too long so we decided to mix it up and we got people we got some fans that follow the show follow the page and all of us we got them to announce the awards for you so we'll start off with the freshman of the year award um we're gonna do this style first hold up what's up jb it's austin from brockway barstool and the Freshman of the Year award goes to the one and only Caleb Doherty. Congrats, Caleb. There we go. Caleb was our 2023 JB Graphics Freshman of the Year award. I think Caleb had a really good season for Brockway. Oh, yeah, for sure. I guess you guys didn't play. You didn't play Brockway this year, no. right? Nice. So you didn't get to see. It. Are you playing them next year at all? You think? Or I have no idea. It's a brand new schedule, so we'll see. Yeah, let's see. Did you get the stats cam? Did you pull up any of this? Stuff? I did not get the whole way down to the freshman yet. No. Why didn't you just? Or no, me? I do. I have it. It's up. I was gonna say I, it's, it's on the top, top of the list, man. You want to read off some stats? For you're gonna be our stats guy tonight, so I don't have to do this. All much. right. Yeah. Hold on. That's the wrong one. Freshman of the year. So for football, football. So he had 12 games played, 33 receptions, 765 yards, an average of 23.2 yards, and about 63.8 yards per game, and 11 touchdowns. 11 for 11. That's a pretty good freshman season, I'd say. And I think he's definitely. Definitely going to be a threat for some of the other awards that we'll be announcing later in the season, probably later in his career. Like I don't, I can't, I can imagine seeing an offense player of the year, best receiver of the year. You know, there's a lot of different, even special teams player of the year. Cause like you got to, I think there's some, is there a, do they have kicking stats on there for him? Uh, they, uh, I did not see any, anything for him. Let me double check though. All purpose yards, total yards. Yeah, they do have. He had uh, 37 PATs on 40 attempts, um, one field goal on one attempt. Not bad. That's a pretty good. Not uh, bad at all. That's a really good freshman freshman year, I'd say. So shout out Caleb, shout out Brockway, freshman of the year. Next one we're going to get into. We continued this one off of last year's basketball season. I think, did we do this? Did I do this in basketball the last two years or just last year? I think it was last two. Either way, if we're bringing it to the football, I don't think we did this in football last year, but we brought the best drip award. This one had 
over nine i had 900 responses and i believe that was the most responded voting thing i believe that we had i don't think there was anything over 900 but the finalist we had for that was aiden fox from union ac valley isaiah thompson from monotaw mason burford from central clarion and talon reese from bradford the winner of this one kind of won by a landslide 47.9 percent of the votes were for this person and and for this year's 2023 best trip award we'll go to our special guest for Hey JB, it's Michael Yerke here, currently a sophomore at AC Valley. I'm here to announce the best trip award. Playing with this kid this season was great. He's a great teammate, even better person. The winner of the best trip award goes to my teammate, Aiden Fox. What a dog. What a dog indeed. I can, uh, we don't really have stats. So I don't think you can pull up any stats for drips, Cam. So I guess you guys can, since you guys are more in their age bracket and are in school or whatever, do you feel like that was a good, like, reasonable yeah. earned award? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you guys consider drip and stuff these days. So, like, I kind of just let you, this is more of, like, your guys' to. Yeah, I feel yeah, like he pulled out something sure. new every week. Yeah, always looked good. Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's pretty good. And we'll get into the next one. We'll get into some of our position awards now. So we'll start off. Start off with quarterback of the year. And the quarterback of the year, there was a lot. This was. A t I think this was probably the toughest one to vote for. But the four finalists in quarterback of the year was Chase Ferguson, Central Clarion, Braylon Wagner, Red Bank Valley, Charlie Krug, Brookville, and Will Domico from Clearfield. I feel like those were four of the best quarterbacks i'd say in district nine this year and i feel like the voters, sure. voters pro i think the voters had a it was real close throughout the whole thing but out of those four we'll get to the hey jb it's cam 2023 graduate of red bay valley high school and i am here to announce who the uh 2023 jb awards quarterback of the year is but i think this kid deserves a lot more than just this it's huge but i think he does deserves more best quarterback in the conference duh best quarterback in the district yeah best quarterback in the state yeah best quarterback in the nation yeah but i'm just here to announce this for right now this kid was always labeled back then as better than i was and i never i never agreed but i think i can proudly say now that i agree and I believe that the uh, all those speculations were right. But the 2023 award winner for the quarterback of the year for the JB Awards is Brown Wagner. Congrats, kid. Proud of you. Thank you. Shout out Cam for helping out with that video. Shout out Braylon for being the quarterback of the year. I think that was mm -hmm. definitely... That was my quarterback of the year pick. No yeah. one, no one was slinging that around like Braylon was last year. And he had of all the receivers and stuff that he had, like three thousand yard passer. I think Cam, you got some stats on this one. I do. So he had twelve games played. He had one hundred eighty-one completions on two hundred sixty-seven attempts, three thousand forty-five yards, average of sixteen point eight yards. 
uh, yards per game, about 253, um, 46 total touchdowns, and about a QB rate of 136.3. Yeah, and that was some impressive stats as a sophomore. And even missed a game, too, so like imagine like how many more yards he would have had. Oh, yeah. And I think, was that the district championship game he missed, or was that the game he missed? He missed the Collarsport and the district championship game. Man, so yeah, he had two games missed right there that he could have probably thrown up another 800 yards. Easily. Oh, yeah. And even when Braylon wasn't in the lineup, honestly, Red Bank Valley was still like just as good without him in those games. Like You saw the scores that they put up and the yards that they put up with whoever their quarterback. We were at the Cowdersport game. I mean, Klaus was slinging it too, so it's not like that team's just a, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there's something about Bradford, man. There's or not Bradford. It's something about Red Bank out there, you know. Shout out, uh, shout out Red Bank Valley in that award, and shout out Braylon. Thank you to Cam again for coming back, being a part of the show in a way. But that was our quarterback. We'll move on to the next position on offense, our halfback of the year. There was a lot of good halfbacks on here, and I think there were some that didn't weren't in the. Uh, final four that I think we need to shout out. But the four finalists were Jendi Coelho from Brockway, Landon March from Punxsutawney, Luke Kramer from Carn City, and Matthew Davis from St. Mary's. I also want to give a shout out to the two Port Allegheny Gators running backs of Peyton Styles and Aiden Bliss. I know they didn't get any recognition, but the run game up in Port Allegheny, for those who didn't know, was actually really good. I believe they had both Aiden and Peyton both had a thousand yard rushing seasons. And that's pretty for having two running backs to get that can do that for you. That's pretty impressive. And I think yeah. they kind of got snubbed in the final in the final finalist voting thing. But I also don't think Port Allegheny put as many votes in as as you can see, like the Brockways, Port Allegheny's, Carn City, and St. Mary's areas did. But our halfback of the year award goes. Howdy, everyone. Bryce Horn here. The 2023 JB Graphics Halfback of the Year Award goes to Landon Martz. Congratulations, buddy. For those who don't know, Bryce is an OG JB Graphics collab team member. He was a part of last year's collab, like original four, I guess you could call us. We were the OG four. They were the OG four, and I was just there. But Bryce was a big help, part of the collab team, getting that kind of kick started. He really got the Punxsutawney fans onto the GB graphics page and following. So shout out Bryce for coming back. I hit him up literally like last night, but yo, do you want to do this? Of course he was down to do that. So we got some nostalgia there on there, but shout out to Landon Marks on winning the halfback of the year award. Stat guy cam. Here we go. Pulling it up right now. So he had 11 games played 215 carries for uh, 1,414 yards, average of 6.6 per carry, 128 per, per game, and 18 total touchdowns. Yeah, that's a big that's a big year for Landon Marks and the Punxsutawney Chucks, who had a really, really good season and came really close to winning that District 9 title this year. Yeah. Like, Gus, you guys played against Punxsutawney this year. Yeah, right? we did. What was that like playing against Landon? It was, I mean, it was tough. I mean, we had the whole game plan. 
kind of set out, try to stop him and try to stop their run. But once, like, Landon kind of fell off a little bit in the second quarter once we realized what they were doing. So their pass game started taking off, and then at halftime they made adjustments and they gave Landon the ball more. Then he had two touchdowns that game. I mean, there's really no way you could stop that kid. Yeah, too bad. I think he's a senior this year, so he will not be back next year. So it was a really good season for them, really good way for him to end his senior season out with Punxsutawney. So shout out Landon, shout out the Chucks, Roll Chucks. That's our halfback of the year award. Next one we're going to go to is the route runner of the year. We kind of want, I kind of wanted to mix it up instead of calling it receiver of the year. I think route runner sounds pretty cool. But our final four on this one, Mason Burford from Central Clarion, Blake Pasarczyk from Brockway, Mason Klaus from Red Bank Valley, and Noah Weaver from Punxsutawney. You feel like there's any guys that got snubbed on this award because there was a lot of good receivers this year. I feel like Ash and Teo got snubbed, snubbed, you know, just breaking Red Bank Valley's receiving yards. I feel like he's a snub. It's hard to tell whenever you put only four people in there who get snubbed. I mean, it all just is kind of opinion-based. So I'm going to say that those four are pretty fair. Say so too, and we do have a special guest who got to announce this award. We'll move on to the route runner of the year award. What's up, JB? This is Gus. You probably see me on the screen right now, but I'm here to announce the wide receiver of the year for the award show. Um, this kid's a really nice kid, an amazing football player. Love this kid to death. Your wide receiver of the year from Central Clarion is Mason Burford. Shout out Gus for helping us out that video. Thanks. Shout out Gus. Thank you, yeah. Gus. Thank you, Gus. Yep. Gus, is there any shout outs that you wanted to do real quick though? Um, I don't know. Not a f oh yeah. Shout out my mom. It's her birthday. It's coming up. Everyone make sure that's to all you can say for your mother's that's, birthday. That's, yeah, that's really all you can say, man. Wow. Shout out to my mom. It's her birthday. Come on, Gus. You know, happy birthday, Mrs. Harmon. You're yeah, a joy. Happy, happy birthday, Mrs. Harmon. Thanks for letting him do the show with us. Thank you for giving birth to Gus. Yeah. Without you, there would be no JB Graphics download, and there'd be no award show. That's true. Yeah. There'd be nobody for me to make fun of. Yeah. There'd be no That's Karn. The most important part of it are. Yeah, there'd be no Karn. No Karn City love. Oh, look at all this, man. Everyone's. Everyone's hopping onto the train. J-H-G-H-J-B-B-N-N says happy birthday. Jeffrey Brown says happy birthday to Gus's mom. Shout out Gus's mom. <laughs> All right. So the next one we got, or why should we know? We forgot stats. We never talked about it. Yeah. No, we can, we okay, can here really we go. get off topic. Sorry, Mason, if you're watching this. <laughs> All right. Anyways, here's some uh, Mason stats from the year. We got 12 games played, 35 receptions on 705 yards, 20-yard average, 58.8 yards a game, and 15 total touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't even see the comment because I was reading these off. Should I? Yes, call her. Call her down. Oh, let's – How about a shout out for Gus's mom's mom, Hello. 
Happy yeah. birthday. Happy early happy, birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. You got a lot of happy birthdays on the stream. <laughs> I feel bad for Mason. Yeah, I do too. How about a shout out for Gus's mom's mom, Gus? I think Mason will be happy with it though. I don't think yeah. Mason's going to complain. Mason got an award. That's right. Anyways, but... I'll repeat the stats. So we got 12 <laughs> games played, 35 receptions on 70, 705 yards, 20 yard average, about 60 yards a game, and 15 total touchdowns. Yeah, I got. I was lucky enough. I got to see Mason play against Red Bank, and I believe that was the game he made a lot of really good plays. Made that one play where he got that interception, got absolutely cracked in the back, and then the very next play goes to get a touchdown. That was pretty oh cool. My, that was insane. <laughs> like that kid is not not human. He's only a sophomore, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So Some he, of these kids, like I'm gonna be honest, like I look at them, and then I look at their stat lines and be like, "There's no way these kids are in the same grade as me." Yeah, psych. Yeah, that sophomore class this year is like outstanding with athletes, and Cam's gonna be able to hear capture it all from the sidelines and. Yeah. Except for baseball. I know he's gonna he's gonna break out this year the baseball season. We'll see. <laughs> Why is that so funny, Gus? Yeah, I Gus. What the, what the heck, dude? I yeah, okay, buddy. All right. Okay. I'm not gonna play, so it doesn't even matter. That's not that's not a good way, man. You can't do that. No, dude. You gotta think about it like you're the best in District Nine. Yeah, just like I was the best in District Nine when I played baseball. I didn't play baseball. <laughs> I he was I the best little league kid around. That's right. I was the best bunner on the team. That's a fact. Dude, nobody, that's literally why I am, dude. Nobody, I'm, I'm no, nobody bunted better than me, man. Nobody. My title this year was varsity bunter, and I, nobody will ever take that away from me. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. Pull up the max preps right now. The highest average on the this, team was me. This is, this is a football show, dude. We're, we don't care about baseball. I'm just saying, we don't dude. Care. I, we don't care. You know what? We don't care, dude. We don't care. Dude, this is football, um, man. I don't baseball. even remember. Who... We'll talk about baseball Why when it's baseball season. Why are you even here? We'll talk. All right. So the next award we have, <laughs> we're, we're going to switch over to the defensive side. We're going to get into the D-line dog of the year award. The final. <laughs> I'm back, guys. Are you done? I, I want my top right corner spot back. I don't know how to do that. Just kidding. I know how to do it. I Thank literally, you. I literally just tested that and it actually worked. Um, so our D line dog of the year finalist, we had Brandon Ross from Red Bank Valley, Colbin Elliott from Union AC Valley, Hayden Hyman from Central Clarion, and Matthew Krusky from Punxsutawney. This year's D line dog of the year. Let's see if I can find it. I have so many videos pulled up. <coughs> I'm here to announce the 2023 JB Graphics D-Line Dog of the Year Award. This award was given to the most deserving kid in all of District 9. He puts in the work during the offseason. He always has a positive attitude. Great athlete. Great, Just a great guy to be around. Great teammate to people. He's always willing to help somebody. Me and him have played together since we were 7 or 8 years old. And he's never left me with a season that's been dull or just not full of great memories. Uh, but without further ado, your 2023 JB Graphics D-Line Dog of the Year goes to my teammate, Colbin Elliott. 
Shout out Colton Elliott. Shout out Union AC Valley. Shout out Easton Winger for making that video. Yeah, big shout out to Easton Winger, man. Yeah, that's two awards for Union AC Valley. They're kind of a... AC Valley sweep. AC Valley could have a lot of awards here, you know? And all of us here thought like, oh, maybe... Uh, Maybe it'll be Central Clearing or Red Bank that wins a lot of awards. And Psych, like we're already like a fourth of the way through the show, and we have two Union AC Valley awards. Yeah. Do you have any stats, Cameron? I do. I got 11 games played, 51 solo tack tackles. Excuse me, 30 assisted tackles, 81 total tackles, and um, six tackles for loss. Yeah, Colton was that was definitely a reasonable award, I'd say. Dog. Uh, I'm not gonna post that comment that that person. Yeah, was I was just about to say. <laughs> so, so that was our D line dog of the year. We're gonna move on to our another defensive award that we had, which will be our linebacker of the year award. And this one was a final four of Braylon Beckwith from Central Clarion, Luke Wilson from Union AC Valley, Landon March from Punk Satani, and Jack Knapp from Brookville. Really, four really good, really good uh, linebackers right there. And the winner of this award will go to. Your KB Graphics Linebacker of the Year award goes to no one other than Luke Wilson from the Union AC Valley Falcon Knights. Shout out Xander for doing that last second to get us another one. So that's three Union AC Valley awards right there. And Xander, I think he would be really good on Sunday Night Football with how he just did that. Honestly, I agree. Very, very level-headed <laughs> there. From, from the... You need AC Valley. Like that was even that was even better. Like that's definitely Sunday Sunday night. Xander Cam on Fox. Yeah, we need that, man. But shout out to our linebacker of the year award. And honestly, all four of those guys this year did really good. Cam, do you have any some stats you want to throw out there for us? I actually don't have any. Oh, that's on offense. Never mind, I lied. Yeah. All right, here we go. We have 11 games played, 85 solo tackles, 47 assists, 132 total, and one tackle for loss. Here we go. So our stat reads by Cam. Another defensive award we'll give out to. We'll get to our secondary player of the year. That was just award between all of our safeties, corners, safeties and corners, I guess. But finalists on these ones were Ashton Kale from Red Bank Valley, Lane Jamison from Monotaw. Brady Quinn from Central Clarion and Jack Pete from Brookville. We did have a special guest for our secondary player of the year. Let's scroll. The hey, JB Graphics. It's Chris Sarvey. I graduated from CL last year, and I'm here to announce the best secondary player of the year. I know him because he's been one of my best friends for a couple of years now. But anyways, let's announce the best secondary player of the year. It is Brady Quinn. Oh, Brady Quinn with our secondary player of the year. Shout out Chris Sarvey for helping us out with this, man. Yes, sir. Love Chris. All right, so I got some stats for you. Let's hear it. 12 game plays, games played, 21 solo tackles, 64 assisted, 84 total, and 11 tackles for loss. All right. 
good stats right there. How, how many interceptions did you say there was? Um, did you get? To... I did not see any interception stats oh. here. I didn't know if there was any or not, but let me look here. Maybe I could find five interceptions. There we go. I figured there was probably some interception there, but yeah, it was down here. And the... I'd say that was a, that's a good good award to give out for him. Well learned on that one. Gus, you got to play against him. What was it like playing against Brady? Um, I mean, it was kind of just. We took him as more of an offensive threat at halfback than we did as a defensive threat, to be honest. So, I mean, we tried to stop him on offense more than we tried to stop him on defense. But he played amazing against us. All right. So another award, we'll move into our some of our special teams. This is sort of a special team award, but we have the Ball Kicker of the Year Award. The finalists were Thomas Eukert from Central Clarion, Owen Klaus from Red Bank Valley, Stephen Plyler from Brookville, and Caleb Dock. How do you pronounce his last name? Is it Dockery? Is that how he was pronouncing it? Or I think from what I'm seeing, it looks like Dockery. Yeah, that's. I'm just going to say Caleb from Brockway because I don't want to mess up his name more than I probably already did. But the final four on here, this was re these were four really good finalists and. You know, I used to be a kicker in high school myself, so I kind of enjoy seeing the special teams out there, and all four of those guys probably had my vote because I did get to see three of the four play. I didn't get to see Brockway play live, but I did I did watch enough games where I got to see him do it. But those four were the best. We do not have a guest video on this one, unfortunately. But our winner this year is Owen Klaus from Red Bank Valley, and I think that's a really good award for him because he was the team's kicker and punter place kicker punter kickoffer do they have stats for kickers on their cam they do we have pats and field goals here all right let's hear them uh he made 63 out of his 65 pats um four out of his six field goals and he had 75 total points 75 points and then I can I can probably pull up his punts too. Yeah, pull up the punting average or in kickoffs while you're at it. You might as well just pull up everything, you know. Uh, we're just gonna go all out. So he had 19 punts, 690 yards, average of 36.3. His longest was 67. Damn. Um, he had 76 kickoffs. Uh, for 3,766 yards, an average of 47.7, and his longest was 61. All right. Damn. That is uh, definitely ball kicker of the year award status worthy yeah. there. Shout out Owen Klaus and the Red Bank Valley Bulldogs on that. Next one we got, we, uh, we stole this from Fantasy Football. We have our flex player of the year. This is kind of like just how fantasy football is it's your flex player like plus it's players that didn't really get voted for on their halfback or wide receiver award but the four we have for our flex players was brady quinn from central clarion dane anderson from kane bo thomas from punxatawney and owen bish for union ac valley we're back to doing some special guest announcements so we'll get that announcement here Our 2023 D9 JV Graphics Flex Player of the Year is Senior Dane Anderson from Kane. 
Dane Anderson from Kane getting those Wolves Up North an award. Shout out Allison for announcing this award. I guess you uh, Karn said he didn't play Kane, did they? No. Yeah, unfortunately, Kane didn't have the best of seasons this year, but I know that Dane Anderson had a pretty good season based off stats. Yeah. And Cam, I believe you have some stats, possibly. We'll pull up his all-purpose yards here. He had 418 rushing yards, 219 receiving yards, 637 total, 600, or sorry, 63.7 average. Um, he also had some passing attempts here, I see. Okay. Um, nine completions off of 22 attempts for 132 yards. What a guy! Didn't know he didn't know he could sling it too. Uh, I guess, <laughs> what is lo- hold on. Let's pull up what his longest one is. Does it have it on here? Oh, it doesn't have it on here. Hold on. Dane Anderson versus the wall there. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he had that dog in him like that. <laughs> May as well just call him Kane Anderson now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dane Kane or so. Shout out to shout out to Kane. You know that was kind of cool. I know they didn't really have this as good of a season. Everyone, but you know they at least they got mentioned the awards. Got to give the shout out to the Wolves up there. Old school AML team. Shout out AML. Uh, the next one we got, we got our best trash talker award. You guys probably would know this more a lot more than I would do because I can't hear what you guys are saying out on the fields and I don't really want to know what you guys are saying out there. But our final of four on this one was Hayden Heidman from Central Clarion. Nick Wisniewski from Punxsutawney, Ashton Kale from Red Bank Valley, and Carter Freeland from Clearfield. Who do you guys, or Gus, who, was, who do you think is probably the best trash talker in, out of all the teams that you played this season? Any one of those clarion kids. They like to run their mouth a lot. And I mean, I mean if they, going, they have the facilities to back it up. Though. Yeah. Let's be, let's if we're going. Real. If we're going outside of the district, though, Mount Union, that was a bad game. I think there was like six personal foul penalties. It was bad. Just on their team alone. And we got a couple on our team, too. Where would you rank yourself, Gus? I don't think I rank myself up there. I don't really talk unless someone says something to me first, to be honest. Oh, my God. Gus runs his mouth so much. I don't even want to hear that. Yeah, he's probably trying to sidelines. I don't run my mouth. From the bench. Yeah. Ride that line. <laughs> but we'll get to our announcement. We do have a guest speaker for this one. Hey, everybody. My name is Will Domico. I'm here to announce that the 2023 JB Graphics Best Trash Talker of the Year Award goes to Carter Freeland. Congratulations, Carter. Shout out, Carter. Shout out, Will Domico, Willie D, help hooking us up with the. Another, this was another last second one I literally got as we were going live. So really helped, really helped out there. I guess you didn't get to play. You got to play Carter last year, right? Yeah, well, I got to play him. I sat on the bench. <laughs> you, your team got to play them. him. Yeah. I mean, he ran his mouth a little bit. I could hear it when we played them. But, it, I mean, mainly he was on the whole, you could hear it the whole way from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of sidelines, our next <coughs> award that we're giving out, this is our Bench Player of the Year Award. And I kind of wanted it to be an award like Bench Players of Players that don't actually play. And I feel like some people kind of... The four, the top four 
or people that play. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we kind of, uh, we definitely did not rig this award, but we may have rigged the award. But anyways, let's announce our Bench Player of the Year award. Hi, everybody. My name is Diana Brown, and I've been asked here tonight to announce this year's 2023 Bench Player of the Year award. The award goes to our very own grandson, Brennan Gus Harmon from Carn City High School. This award comes as no surprise to anybody that knows and loves Gus. We all know that an athlete's blood courses through this kid's veins. From the time he was little and could walk, he was always throwing a basketball, dribbling a basketball, throwing a football, catching a football. This kid has had a ball in his hands for literally 17 years. Not only that, Gus is very knowledgeable of the sports he plays. He knows how to play. He knows how to play correctly. He's fair, he's honest, and he just loves what he does. So from all of the Brown and Harmon family, congratulations, Gus. We are so very proud of you. Bro, what the fuck? Hey, dude. No, come on, man. Give me my top right spot back. Thank you. I didn't talk to my grandma, bro. Dano. Oh, my God. Shout out, Dano. Dano got me, got me the connections. James, I'll give you the award. No, dude, you, you got the award, man. So, Gus, what's it like sitting on the sidelines the whole time? It, it's a it's a great experience. It's a great experience. Get to watch other people do the dirty work and you stay injury free. That's fair. I mean, you're not putting your body out on the line. You don't even get the chance. Um, <laughs> he gets to warm up, the team, man. He gets to warm up. That's true. He gets to that's wear the true. pads, man. He gets to wear the pads, man. He gets to put on a varsity jersey. I mean, that's better. That's one of the thing, only things you can ask for. Yeah, exactly. That's more than like a lot of the other kids in the country do. Yeah, congrats, Gus, man. I, I'm proud you, of you, man. Bro. We're all proud of you here. Proud you deserve here. it, man. Nobody more <laughs> deserving than bench player yeah. of the year. Yeah, man. Like that's that's top. Well, hold right on. Man. Before we continue, how what'd you think of that heartfelt speech your grandma gave? Yeah, you? Gus. That was amazing. That the was one- absolutely amazing. Are you being sarcastic um, or are you being like serious? No, I'm, like, dead, I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. I was not expecting that at all. So that, my dad. so that WTF that you dropped was like a, a, in a good way and not like a yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to like clarify that next time you do yeah. that. Plus you need to listen Shout to out to Mrs. Brown for getting that done for me. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome, man. I think this might be the best part of the show if we're being completely honest. I agree. All right, if it makes you feel a little bit better, Gus, the next award, we're going to get into some more of the team awards rather than players here for a couple awards. But one of the awards we had was the uh, Best Uniform Award. The finalists we had were Union AC Valley, the blue camo jerseys, Red Bank Valley's all gray alternates, or championship grays, as I'm claiming, I'm trademarking as. Uh, we we got, to, yeah, we need to get that down. We got my definitely non-biased favorite of Carn City's purple on purple. And we have Brockway's black on red. So the winner of this one was actually 
Brockway's black on red uniforms. However, <laughs> this is my award show, so I get to say instead of awards. Definitely, that's just this one. This is the only one. Your mic's cutting out a little bit there, yeah, JV. Cutting out a little, JV. My, my bad. My, I'm. Uh, You're what, where did I? La- what did? What cut out? What did I say when I was cutting out? Or what was? I um, how this is your award show? Oh, this is my award show. So guess what? I'm gonna bake this a co award. The co award winner to this one is also gonna be Carn City's purple on purple jersey. The color rush. Color rush. I love purple on purple, man. Definitely, definitely because I'm a Ravens fan, but no bias on there. But for real though. The purple and purple jerseys are honestly probably one of the cleanest looking jerseys that they have. I mean, just look at this, man. Just just look at that. Look at that, man. That's awesome. That is, yeah. I'll That's give it awesome. to him. So is this. This is awesome, too. Black on red, purple and purple. Like, if we had, like, a color rush matchup, man, if we had that uniform matchup in District 9, oh, yeah. We need it next year. Let's make <laughs> it happen if they play. I feel like the PIAA wouldn't like that. But guess what? That would be pretty cool to see. It would actually be even cool if Brockway had like an all red uniform. That'd be kind of cool. They definitely need red jerseys. Like imagine if they just to switch the the red with the black on there. Ooh. Kept the black. black, black yeah. So guys, talk about the purple uniforms or whatever. Like whose idea was all that to make that happen? It was mainly like uh, there was like a couple seniors that wanted in it. You know, I definitely wanted in it. And there was like basically everyone who got playing time had to vote on it there was only one no and that was luke kramer <laughs> then he ended up like having a really good game in that <laughs> yeah uh so i mean it was kind of just unanimous my coaches my one coach wanted it wanted to wear it all year long but i i mean that mount union game was the game we won that we wanted to get us into the playoffs so we were just like might as well might as well wear it you know honestly that's like the best time to bring it out like what was that the first time you guys have ever done that combo i mean when we had our old jerseys before we got new ones it was but when we got new jerseys we got the gold pants so that was the first time with the new jerseys we brought that out and is that so that would, would you say that's probably your top favorite one that you like out of all the combos that you did this year for sure that or the white on white because the white on white always just looks clean nice and do you think is the purple on purple, is that just like special now? Do you feel like that's only going to be like a once a year type of deal? I feel like it will be. But I mean, not just my say gets, you know, the votes done. It's everyone else, whatever they think. I wouldn't be opposed to wearing it more than once a year, but I feel like it should be just like a once a year thing. It makes it special, you know? Yeah. Kind of like how Red Bank brings out the gray jerseys in the playoffs. Like whenever you see Red Bank and gray, I'm like, oh man, it looks like they're winning a championship this year. Because <laughs> they were red we last year. They read they were red last year in the semifinals against Brockway and lost. Yeah. I think they only we have like make one that. loss or so in the gray. Sorry, Cam. Go ahead. <laughs> we should make that a backyard brawl thing, purple on purple and white on white. Ooh. That'd be kind of tough, actually. I think Monotone, oh, you yeah. got you guys need to get like silver jerseys like how the Raiders have. We like honestly, I like the fact that we don't have any red, because think about how many teams that are black and red. Yeah, you're just copying everyone at that point. Like exactly, Rockway, Bradford, all those guys. So our white on white looks good, but I'm a, I'm a bigger fan than the white on white than the black on black. So I think it'll be at Monotone next year. But the next time we play Agcorn City, we should do white on white versus purple on purple. Did you do, did you do black on white at all, or did you just do straight black on black? We just do straight black on black, and 
white on black. Because black on white would kind of hit too, in a way. I think for one of the JV games, they did uh, it and everybody was loving it, but they never ended up doing it for varsity. Yeah, makes sense, I guess. That's usually how it goes. Because I know Clearfield's JVs, they did black on white and it actually didn't look that bad. Yeah. You, you wouldn't think it would look you wouldn't think it would look good, but then it actually kind of looked pretty good. Heck, we yeah. even did that. So for one of my varsity practices, we brought out the old like like the old eighties Kerwinsville jerseys and we wore them over our like we wore those as the jerseys because we were doing like a scrimmage type of deal. But we have white practice pants. And like we were wearing like the old jerseys with white pants. I'm like, dude, this is actually kind of a sick like combo right here. Cause they never they always did like black on black in Kerwinsville. We were wearing black on white. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm in the 80s right now when we were wearing that. <laughs> but black on white hits pretty good if you do it right. I guess it all it all comes down to the helmet too, whether what that looks like. But anyways, the next award we got, we have the best student section, which was down between Punxsutawney, Red Bank Valley, Brockway, and Central Clarion. Our student section, we do have a guest announcer for this one. The 2023 JB Graphics Student Section Award goes to Punxsutawney. Roll trucks. Two roll trucks. Roll trucks indeed. Two trucks from Bryce, man. Bryce is Bryce was on it, man. He helped us out on this one. On his A game. I think Punxsy definitely. I agree with that on their uh, yeah. student section. They have a pretty good student. Football is harder to judge than basketball student sessions because basketball is in like a tighter space you can hear everything football you have to like be beside the student section to hear what they're saying basketball ones definitely are i feel are, are more interesting i'd say because i feel like that ha i think that has more of an, an effect on the game than like a football student section does yeah at oh, least yeah. In, at least in our area per se no it it has an effect down here too like when carnsey and monotel play the student session getting players head so easily it's not even funny Oh yeah, dude. It's just me sitting on the side of the court. I can just tell. The next award we got, we have our team of the year. Our team of the year was down to really the four four best teams, I'd say. Or, but the finalist for the team team of the year, we had Central Clarion, Red Bank Valley, Clearfield, and Bradford got a lot of votes. And our winner for that one, we have a special guest announcer for this one. Hey everyone, I'm Andy. I'm here to announce JB's Team of the Year Award. And I'm so excited to say congratulations to the Bradford Owls. We got Bradford Award. Bradford Roll Owls. Oh my God, they deserve it more than anybody. I they don't care what it. anybody says. Uh, they turned that program around. I mean, they had the most wins this year than they had in the last four seasons. That's a huge turnaround, man. Like Central Clarion used to winning, Red Bank used to winning, Clearfield used to winning, Bradford Team of the Year, 2023 Team of the Year. W, they deserve it so much. You, you can't tell me another team deserves that award more than the Bradford Owls. Plus, it was awesome to get Aunt D on. Like, shout out Aunt D for hopping on to this giving our announcement she was the perfect person to get for that award announcement i believe i don't think there was anyone else i'd want to announce that award than auntie who went to every bradford game i believe i don't think she missed a single bradford game and she even went out of her way to go to gus's game shout out auntie 
Like she was on it this year. And you can even check out her Instagram page right now because I think she's she's been posting like graphics and videos basketball and stuff. stuff too. Like she she's she had that one uh edit for the basketball team. I was impressed. Yeah, she's like, wow, like Andy is popping off. She's just showing off now at this point. Like we gotta get her on the show next time. Like she's gonna she's, She's gonna be better than us at this point, honestly. She's probably gonna start her own podcast here soon and just take hey, over. They're gonna have a they're gonna have an AML <laughs> podcast and we're gonna be left in the yeah. dust. It'll be like the anti download. KSAC's no longer <laughs> relevant. Rest AML in, only. Rest in peace, KSAC. And another one we got, we got the best fight song. And for this is more of a word for all of our band players and people that are a part of that because that's part of the football game like it's weird whenever you go to a football game there's no band like let's be real here like a football game is not, a high school football game is not a high school football game without the band exactly like so i had to, we had to get them an award this year this one we got a special announcer or wait let me back up here our finalist for that award was give me a second i gotta find it I can't find it, so we're just going to play it. Your 2023 Best Fight Song goes to Central Clarida. Shout out Noah, former Clarion Band alumni, for announcing that award for us via TikTok. Go follow Noah's TikTok and go follow Noah on Instagram. Definitely a good award we need to keep throwing in there every year. Yeah, I think we need to get, yeah, we got to get more awards like that next year. But I think I, if you uh, played against Clarion this year at Clarion, I'm pretty sure you probably heard that a lot yeah. this year. Gus? We played them at home this year, so... I didn't, have, I didn't have to hear that this year. It's unfortunate, but their band, their band travels well though. Yeah, I don't. Oh, ma- yeah, no, maybe the band was there. I no, they were just, there. They were there. I remember when they were there. I probably just blocked it out and couldn't hear it. Okay, I guess yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that, but I guess for real though, if you played against Clarion this year, guess what? You probably heard that song a lot because I remember my junior year we played Clarion in the playoffs and they smoked us, and I heard that song every like five minutes they scored on us like. This is really good, but I don't like this noise right now. But shout out Noah, shout out Central Clarion for that award. Next one we'll get into, Cam. I'll let you kind of have this have the stage for this one. So we did a poll for our Thursday champion, and this was for all of our teams that won on a Thursday. The final four that were on there was Monotaw, Red Bank, Countersport, and St. Mary's. We just got we got we got the winner right here, Cam. You Monotaw yeah. Thursday champions. Monotaw one and zero on Thursdays, man. One and zero on Thursdays. If you if you take out Friday games, which really don't even matter in retrospect, we have a hundred percent. We're going into D nine two A playoffs, and we're going to beat Central Clarion because if it's played on a Thursday, I don't think Central Clarion played on a Thursday, so no. We would have the advantage. Cam's, Cam's logic is just the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And like, it, honestly, like a lot of those Whitfield teams probably didn't have to play on Thursday. So, I mean, if we play them on a Thursday, we have the odds going in. Vegas is betting for us. So, you know what I'm saying? 
let's back this up too. You Thursday is usually the state championship game too, you know. So the exactly, champ, champions are play. Champions are crowned on Thursdays, man. Exactly. Nobody even cares about Friday nights anymore. Yeah, like it's not even that big of a deal if you plus, ask me. Plus, I think this is a good award for Monotal also because those other three teams, yeah, they won on Thursday, but it wasn't their only win. Yeah, you guys, exactly. you're like, I mean, on a Thursday. Yeah, I mean. Fridays don't really matter. Saturdays, Fridays are Fridays are not where it's at anymore. Thursdays are where it's at now. And and I think uh, every United football game on a Thursday now. Thursday needs to be color rush night like the NFL used to do. Oh, for sure. Everyone Thursday gets all on YDL Sports Network. Yeah. But that was our Thursday champion, our Saturday champions. We had a lot of Saturday games compared to Thursday games, but the Saturday winners this year were Red Bank Valley, Brockway, ECC, Port Allegheny, Auto Eldred, Cameron County, Red Bank Valley blew this one away. 47 and a half, 47.1% of the votes. Red Bank Valley is your Saturday champions. And I believe that was their game against Keystone that me and Gus got to attend. Gus, do you think that was a champ Saturday championship worthy game? Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really a close game. So. I mean, if you stopped the count at the end of the first quarter and after you jinxed Keystone, like, I think it Stop was going to be... the count at the end of the first quarter, Keystone wins 3 nothing. <coughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <clears throat> something like that. Plus, you ruined it because as soon as you came down onto the field, they just, Red Bank Valley just played like Red Bank Valley, and it was yeah. lights out for Keystone. You should have been on Keystone sideline. <laughs> we should have, honestly, but... So that kind of wraps up all of the smaller awards. We're about to get into one, two, three, four, five, six. We have eight more big awards. These are like probably the most important awards that we'd have. I think obviously if you're still here and watching this, like the MVP hasn't been announced or anything. So we're down to the down to the final ones. We'll start off with the game of the year. And the game of the year finalists, there was a lot of really good games this year. What would you guys say was your favorite game this year? Cam, or Cam we'll start with you. Monotar ECC Thursday night week two. Okay, well, I don't even know why I even asked you that. That's what, that's what I already know what your, yours is. What Actually, is if my real response, I'll go with my real response real quick. Red Bank Central Clarion week 10. Okay, what about you, Gus? Carn City Brookville week 11. Well, that was definitely one of the finalists. So the Brookville Carn City D92A semifinals game was a finalist the Dubois versus Brockway overtime game the Red Bank Valley Central Clarion week 10 game and the Clearfield versus Punksy D9 3A championship game four of those were definitely four of the best games I would personally say I think the Kane Smithport game that was game of the week was probably a really close second in my opinion I even got to go see the Red Bank Valley Central Clarion game I think the Brookville Punxsutawney game I got to go to in the downpour, that yeah, was a really good game. 30. The Route 36 trophy game, that was Route a really 36. good game. I'm trying to think of some other games at the top of my head, but that was really about it because a lot of them were all like blowouts. I mean, we talked about that all season with blowouts and stuff, but our game of the year goes to Gus's Carn City versus brookville to a semifinals game yeah unfortunately unfortunately you were on the wrong end of that one but as a fan yeah. and me watching the last five minutes of that game at home that was an awesome game I yeah wish it was amazing to play in that game too you know i was like at the time like the last i think it was five weeks i only played offense 
Like I was one of the starting receivers, and then one of our players went down. Sorry, my bad. Okay, Cam. Sorry, my fault. I I just I just find it hard to believe somebody with the bench player of the year title got to start. Yeah, I know. Hand that out for hey, I'm glad. I'm glad I got an award. A lot of people didn't get an award. I got an award. I'm glad about that. But I mean, he only plays in the playoffs. Yeah, I only play in playoff games, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and then we see what happened there. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, when I played against Brookfield early in there, when I actually got in, we lost like 48 15. So, so it seems like when you start, yeah, you we lose. see why. Yeah, it looks like you're the I lost, looks- I guess. But I mean, Brookfield went off like an early 14 nothing, like five minutes in the game, they're 14 nothing. And I mean, we just, I mean, part of the reason we came back was the game earlier. We just wanted to beat them, they beat us last year in the playoffs. They beat us last year in the regular season. They beat us this year and both again. But, I mean, that was just part of the fuel of the fire. And then, you know, a bunch of injuries that hurt us are one quarterback because we were in like a three-quarterback thing, got hurt, concussion. Then our one linebacker that got in, he got hurt. So we had to put, you know, kid who was playing D-line back there, a linebacker. I had to play corner. It was, you know, a mess because kids who – actually had to play and like in the biggest moments they didn't really get any reps all week but i mean so do you think without those injuries you win that game i mean like just like the week before you know what i mean yeah i feel like it's i feel like we do have a better chance of beating them in my opinion he's pr trained yeah um but i mean it came down to that one extra point that we missed i knew you know, I went back on the sideline after that. I knew after that it was that was going to come back and bite us in the ass, and it did because we only lost by one. Do you think you could have kicked a field goal after that one play to get you to? I think it would have been like probably a 50, 40, 40, 50, yeah, something like field 50. goal. I mean, me. Do you think no. you personally could have kicked the field? goal? No, I think no. that's the better question. I can't even kick a ten-yard field goal, dude. I'm sorry, neither could I. <laughs> but I mean, we had enough faith in our kicker. That you know, me and Luke and a couple others were like yelling at the sideline and our coach, like just kick the field goal, just give us a chance to try to win this game. And it didn't happen. Of course, we didn't kick the field goal. So, but either way, unfortunately, you're on the wrong side of the end. But it's a learning experience for you. Yeah. Now, you guys, two years in a row, lo- two years losing, two years in a row losing to Brookville, man. That's gotta light some fuel in the fire. So hopefully, yeah. next year, you guys are on the opposite end of that. Hopefully. But, that was our game of the year. I have no complaints about that. That was probably one of my favorite games to watch on my way home and once I got home to see that. So I agree with that one. Offensive player of the year is next. Offensive player of the year finalists that we had. Jack Pete from Brookville. Jace Ferguson from Central Clarion. Gavin Ayers from Cowdersport. And Ashton Kale from Red Bank Valley. All four who really contributed to their team. Shout out for Cowdersport for getting Gavin uh, in the final four of in voting. I think he was our do-it-all quarterback. And But our all final, oh, let me get the uh, video here, but our award, we do have an announcer for this one. The 2023 Red Bank Valley football season was a season in which our offensive record books were rewritten as multiple individual records were broken and those individual records allowed the team to accumulate the most wins across District 9. As many media outlets have distributed their postseason awards, 
it has been a sharing of those awards between three of our top offensive players. We were fortunate to have the only 3,000 yard passer in District 9 in Braylon Wagner, and we were fortunate enough to have the best two wide receivers in District 9 in Ashton Kale and Mason Klaus. The 2023 JB Graphics District 9 Offensive Player of the Year goes to Ashton Kale. Congrats, buddy. I'm proud of you, and I'm going to literally miss screaming at you every single day. Shout out Ashton Kale and shout out Coach Blaine Gold from Red Bank Valley for getting that announcement. I know that he's uh, been able to coach Ashton for the last three seasons. I think four seasons, actually. Yeah. So shout out Ashton. Cam, you got some stats you want to rip off for us? I do. We'll start with the all-purpose yard since he was the offensive player of the year. You know, 14 games played out of Red Bank this year. Uh, 40. 45 rushing yards, 100 or 1,343 receiving yards, 107 kick return, 111 punt return, and 1,711 total. And he had 17 receiving touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. You know, just for fun, too, while you're on there, can you pull up like career stats? I can. Like his varsity totals, we have. Yeah. All right, what are we looking for? Let's just go with whatever you read, whatever you feel like reading off. Um, 26 total touchdowns at the varsity level throughout his career. Um, let's look at total yards throughout varsity, 3,140. Right. Yeah, I think that was that was awesome for Ashton to get that award and definitely, definitely well-deserved on that one. I know that. All the other three candidates were really good options too, but breaking the record and being the Red Bank Valley all-time single-season leading receiving record holder, I think that definitely screams offensive player that year to you guys. And you got you got yeah. you, you got to play him, right, Gus? Did Carn City and Red Bank play? Yeah, that was the. Uh, I mean, I didn't really. Uh, I mean, that was not really a full-length game. But I mean, he played good. Oh yeah, he did play. Yeah, right. I forgot. My bad. <laughs> But you, I mean, you got to see him play though. Yeah, other yeah. games. And then the Kane game, and then what was the other one? The Keystone game. I mean, the kid is insane. Fast as fast as shit. And it's kind of cool. He wears number zero too. That's kind of yeah. tough. That's tough. There's no yeah. catch. Once that kid has ten yards of not even ten, like three yards of free space, you're not catching him. Yeah, definitely. That was awesome to see Ashton get that award. And we'll flip over onto the defensive side. Our defensive player of the year, our finalists were Braylon Beckwith from Central Clarion, Caden Adams from Red Bank Valley, Johnny Varchetti from Brockway, and Jake Narby from Cameron County. And we do have a special, special guest announcer on this one. Hello, JV, back again. Uh, I'm here to announce the defensive player of the year. And, you know, it was a pleasure playing against this kid when we did. He might have helped with a blowout against us, but that doesn't matter right now. And, you know, great worker, hustler. Just he deserves this award 100%. With that being said, your defensive player of the year this year is Braylon Beckwith from Central Clarion. Shout out Braylon and Central Clarion again. Shout out Gus. Thanks again to this Gus who's been doing our video 
announcement for that. But yes, you want to kind of expand about him, like what it was like playing against him. I know we kind of shut you guys down and yeah. I'm kind of glad I did not touch the ball and, you know, run near him because I would have got my shit rocked. I mean, that kid can hit. I Every time he hit a kid, I heard it from the whole other hash. And he's just a hustler. He goes after every play. He has no fear. I mean, he. I'm pretty sure like half his helmet was chipped off. I mean, the kid just, he has heart for the game. He cares. It's, it's hard to beat that. Cam, got some defensive stats? I do, I do. We have 30 solo tackles, 100 assisted tackles, so 130 total, and 19 tackles for loss with a fumble recovery. All right. Defensive makes plays, and shout out to Braylon for winning that award. We're going to flip back over to offense real quick. We got our lineman of the year. This one was a very heavily responded one, too. we got to give the linemen some love here. So the finalists that we had for these ones were Jimmy Kerr from Central Clarion, Reese Yonner from Brockway, Matthew Kresge from Punxsutawney, and Miska Young from Port Allegheny. And this honestly was probably the closest, I'd say closest four divided one. Like the winner was 33.1%, second place was 24.9%, then you got 24%, and then you have 18%. So this was probably, out of those four, that was probably the most closest one that we had percentage-wise. But let's announce who the winner is for that. Hey, JB. You know, you're playing a little bit of VR. Here to announce the O-lineman of the year. You know, this kid, really great kid, really good. Mr. Pancake, as I would call him. The O-lineman of the year is none other than Central Clarion's Jimmy Kerr. Well, man, you can't go wrong with Jimmy Kerr, man. Mm -mm. Love that guy. And I think Jimmy was definitely a big part of uh, Central Clarion's offense. I mean, we can talk about Jace, Jace Ferguson's stats all day, Brady Quinn's stats, you know, Dawson Smale's stats. But guess what? None of that Where do you get without that O-line? None of that happens without well. Jimmy, Jimmy Kerr. None of that happens on offense without your O-line. Had to give an award for our lineman of the year. Shout out Jimmy on that one. Next one we got our special teams player of the year. Our special teams, you know, we count that as like kicking, punting. We can count that as receipt, like a kick return, punt return, anything related to special teams. And our final four on that one, we had Ashton Grossman from Monotaw, Logan Moore from Punxsutawney, Thomas Ukert from Central Clarion, and Owen Klaus from Red Bank Valley. Our winner of this one with 36.7% of the votes, Thomas Ukert from Central Clarion, Special Teams Player of the Year. I got to see him play this year, and he was he was really good. I can't yeah. I can't deny that he was one of him and Owen were by far the two best kickers this year, but I think with uh, since Owen did both kicking and punting and everything, you know, he gave the ball kicker work. Special yeah. teams, man. I think Thomas had a really good season. Cam, I think you have some stats. I do, I do. They're a little bit. So I have like total points and stuff. So yeah. we had 88 total points on the year. And that's all it's letting me pull up. I can't see all of his all of his stats for this year unfortunately but that's i uh, 88 points this year it's pretty insane yeah 
I used to have. think about like most of those have to be F. Like he had 12 points. I bet you all 12 in one game, all 12 of those were PATs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's insane. That's 12 made kicks. I mean, there's right there. I mean, heck, with 80, 80 point, 88 points, you said, I think that's almost more than like Monotal had in the whole season. We don't have to go there. We did not have to go there. Come on, but, it's the last know. football show, man. We had to get, I had to get one last one in. All right. All right. I'll give you that one. It's, this one's back to football. You know, we're not bullying me. We're, we're, we were not bullying me there for a little bit. We were bullying. Yeah. Us, you, I guess yeah, it's you, back on me. So, yeah. I'll take that one. You have to just take it with I'll a great take that one. Man. Next one we got, Coach of the Year. Our final four on the Coach of the Year was Alan Nichols. You're Mike JB. Did it break? Oh, my bad. Our, you're good. All right, we'll just do this. We'll just do this. Alan Nichol from Punxsutawney, Dave Eggleton from Central Clarion, Jake Heigl from Brockway, Blaine Gold from Red Bank Valley. 35.4% of the voters said... Dave Eggleton from Central Clarion is our coach of the year. I think that's a good one there. Back-to-back D9 champions, and that was before – that was, I think, the second one in the five years that Central Clarion after the merger has happened. Yeah. So I think he's got the program in the right right direction right now. So I think Dave Dave Eggleton winning that award is a good award for him. I agree. So now we are down to our final two awards. And if you're still watching the show, I appreciate you guys sticking with us for this one. This one is our MVP. You know, I know like us as fo- like NFL fans too, like there's the big MVP debate, whether it's like a statistical award or, you know what I mean? Like the, there's yeah. a lot of factors in the biggest MVP. impact, biggest statistics. Yeah. There's, and I, I like to look at the MVP as, not a stat- I don't like looking at it as a statistic award. I like to look at it as a player that is valuable to their team. Like, let's say you take this player out of the team, how good is that team actually going to be? Yeah. That's what I consider yeah. your most valuable player. And we had four really good options here for MVP. We had Jace Ferguson from Central Clarion, Mason Klaus from Red Bank Valley, Braylon Wagner from Red Bank Valley, and Landon Marks from Punxsutawney. We'll get to our announcement here. Hey, JB. Just got back home, and I'm here to announce the MVP for this year. And this guy's a really great guy. You know, I've talked to him a couple times, got to meet him over this past year of doing photography and stuff. You know, really nice kid, and he deserves this more than anybody in the league. Your 2023 football MVP is Jace Ferguson. I do not think it comes to a surprise that Jace Ferguson is our MVP. I mean, the dude did everything. Like, we talked about it almost every single league, whether it was offensive stats or defensive stats or just him making a crazy run, crazy pass. Like, you take Jace Ferguson out of that Central Clarion team, how good do you think their offense is? Definitely. um, I mean, it's a well-oiled machine, but that the main gear there is Jace Ferguson, so... Yeah, I mean, I feel like they still do decent. I mean, they'd still probably win a district championship, I'm not going to lie, even without him. But Jace just really brings that team and that offense just together to be able to 
go out and score 86 points in a football game. Yeah, their offense was just nuts, and like it was cool. I got to, I was lucky enough to get to see him play this year, and hopefully, I'll get to see him play a couple times next year. Because guess what? He's only a junior, so watch out, District Nine. You got one more year left to face Ferguson. In here. Good luck, us. Tough. That's tough. <coughs> yeah, rest, rest in peace. It'll, 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 it'll defense. It'll hopefully, and it won't. We'll see. I think he'll probably be. Do you have some stats, Cam? You want to rip off? You want to rip off Jason's stats? I do. I can pull them. I can pull them up for you here. So, I'll pull. I'll start with his passing first because we all know his run game was a big part of his uh, his game this year. So, we have uh, 141 completions on 222 attempts, 2,698 yards, average of 19. Per throw, 224 yards per game, 46 total touchdowns. And then on the rushing side, he had 115 carries for 868 yards, an average of 7.5, a carry, 72.3 a game, and 10 rushing touchdowns. And he also had one reception. Somehow, I don't know. It said it says zero yards. I don't know where that's from. Could have been a misinput on the stats, but we're going to go with it. Yeah, I think he led. I feel like he probably led. Dean, well, I don't think Braylon actually probably had more passing yards, but I feel like just total offensive touchdowns yeah. and accountability for touchdowns. I feel like he was real, like up there. Yeah. When was the last time a quarterback had a thousand yards throwing and almost a thousand yards rushing? Well, I mean, let's look at his defensive side too, since he's MVP and he's not just like offensive MVP or anything too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, rip off those twenty-three defense. solo tackle, solo tackles, twenty-four assisted tackles. So that's for forty-seven total tackles with one point five tackles for loss, and then two fumble recoveries for one hundred and twelve yards. One of them was ninety-eight yards on Gus's team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember watching that. I remember watching that too. I was like, "Oh my god, there's no way." <laughs> Yeah, Jace is just he can't. You can't. I don't think he can give the MVP to anyone else. Yeah, that's a just. I think just defense alone, along with the offensive production, like you can't. There's no. I don't think there's anyone else that has stats like that. And like even like stats aside, if you just go to a game and see number one flying around, like he's everywhere. Offense, defense. Yeah. I bet you he would probably special teams too. Special teams, man. He's everywhere. Good luck man good luck but that's our mvp and that kind of wraps up our show but we got to finish the show and the 2023 football season and 2023 season with our last award this is going to be a new reoccurring award that we're going to have probably for the foreseeable future as we do this award during football season but we wanted to do a mason martin award this year and it's kind of like the Walter Payton Award in the NFL, but we want to give Mason an award that we can give out to people moving forward. And it's we kind of want it to be more like about community based moving forward, and more stuff. off the field type, yeah, an award. Yeah, because like this year was probably the biggest year that I think the community and District Nine all came together with all this stuff. I know like you guys saw the profile pictures of the the gold gold and purple too. And there's still a lot of people out there that have all that, you know, everyone's always asking for updates and stuff. So this is more like a a community award that we're going to 
give out in the future, but this year we're giving that to none other than Mason for this year. So Mason Martin will be our first award winner of this, and moving forward, we're going to keep the Mason Martin Award for future award shows. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely with it being off the field base, we'll yeah. make more. Because, I mean, it's one thing to be good on the field, but how you act off the field definitely depends on what type of person you are. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us learned this year, like, you know, high school sports and sports in general, it's more than just, like, the game itself. It's just about the communities, and especially high school football. Like, it's all about the communities, and you really yeah. saw that this year with teams wearing uh, Mason stickers and still on their helmets and purple twos everywhere. And like, everyone's still doing that now. So like it really brought the community together as a whole, you know, there's people that never heard of Carn city before that know of Carn city. Now they know of district nine. And it's just, uh, I think it's just an award that we kind of just have to give out moving forward in our podcasting and graphics media careers. The support for Mason has just, been insane i've there's been people from all over the country like reaching out to the corn city coaches and stuff just asking how mason's doing it's insane yeah so definitely keeping that award moving forward and shout out to corn city shout out to all those guys and every community that helped out with corn city and thinking of mason and keeping him in in your thoughts and prayers but i you got anything else, Cam? No, I know that it's it's still it's still going on. Like in our gym, we still have the Mason Strong banner hung up. Like I just think this is going to be the most meaningful award. Yeah. Going forward, this means more than any MVP award to the years to come for anybody to win it. Yeah, like this is an award you you'll want to win out of all that. But other than that award, I believe that wraps up our 2023 District Nine Football Award Show. Thank you to everyone who tuned into this award show. I'm gonna have the graphics posted either tomorrow morning, overnight. Who knows? Who knows what I'll get into tonight? But I'll definitely have all these awards posted on on uh, the Instagram. This show, you can rewatch it on YouTube. Eventually, I'll get the last 10 episodes of the show on Spotify and Apple Podcast. I know I've kind of been slacking in that, but it'll you can eventually re-listen to this on Spotify and Apple Podcast moving forward. Gus, you want to give any shout-outs? Um, follow the Instagram, Designs by Gus, in the uh, bottom of the bio. On there is my website. Check that out for more prices and other type of stuff. What do you got, Cam? Follow the Instagram, you know, still check out the hype video. You know, we hit over 10K views, which was pretty crazy. So, yeah. Go follow Cam's stuff. Go follow Gus's stuff. You know where to find all my Go stuff. Go follow JB's stuff. Go follow JB that. is the JB. whole ringleader of this. JB's the whole reason me and Cam are here right now. Yeah. Check I'm the whole out. reason that I have the slightest. He's the whole reason I have the slightest bit of popularity. Exactly. You guys are. Just I owe fun. all of my fun. fame and success to JB Graphics. I would be a nobody without JB Graphics. I mean, I still am, but the same. I get it. But you know where to find me at JB underscore Graphics two underscores. We're about to get into 2024. There's a lot of a lot of interesting things we got coming up in 2024. I'm gonna get back into some basketball content. I'm about to get bullied in a couple of days because I'm gonna drop my boys and girls rankings after the holiday Ooh. tournament. Ooh. 
So I can't wait to get roasted for all that. Hopefully, I'm just going to turn the comments off. And if you want to DM me or just come on, leave them on. Come Let them fight. I don't want to do that because some people get way out of pocket, and I'm not trying to have any out of pocket stuff in my comments. Some of it is wild. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. So I, I am not. I'm not trying to go down that road. What you see is what you get, and then. If you don't like the rankings, prove me wrong. We'll see what happens, you know? I just guess I just need to decide, do I want to do a top 10? Do I want to do a top 12? Do I want to do a top 15? What do I want to do? What do you think we should do? I think top 10, that's pretty universal. Top 10, yeah. top 10 and all right, we'll figure that out. But you know where to find it. I just said that at JB Graphics. You can go on to jbgraphics.smugbung.com. You can check out some photos. I believe Dano has some albums on there. Allison has some albums. Nell's got some Dano. albums. Shout out Dano, better than designs by Gus. You can buy some sick merch like this JB Graphics hat on shopjbmerch.com. I don't really have any new products, so just buy what's on there. Buy some hats, buy some dad hats, buy some hoodies. It's cold out, buy some hoodies. I'm not wearing a JB hoodie, but buy some hoodies. Other than that, I got nothing. Thanks for watching, and thanks for sticking with us in 2023. I think this was probably the most consistent year that I've done a... <laughs> podcast like we actually completed a full football season of doing Thanks, podcasts man. weekly Insane. shout out cam and Gus back to the regular scheduled basketball <laughs> next week half these shows wouldn't be a thing if cam didn't text us at like 7 p.m every day and was like when are we doing this that's right because we probably would have forgotten or and then the one time i do forget you guys were making fun of me for being a couple minutes late yeah and Shay, shout out to you two for doing the show while i was down in florida like i watched that live and i'm like this that. is awesome this is awesome man yeah, i think it was the shortest episode uh, oh yeah. yeah but uh you know it was still better than the we talked a lot of different districts weeks, there yeah we did it was better than our behind the scenes episode we basically had or our christmas special which was the complete flop that was terrible <laughs> oh my god yeah all right we're we're ending the show on a good note thanks for everyone who tuned in to the award show Good night.